Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Hello, hello. You have joined a Supta Bhadakanasana in progress. When you're ready, I'm just going to get down with it. start with you become aware of your space what's happening at the soles of your feet what's happening at the back of your hips what are your hands doing what is your face doing what's going on at your jaw or in that space of the inner ear the physical one Begin to direct your breath in the flow we know as ujjayi. That's breath that moves in and out using the muscles of your throat. To make a light sound, one that you can hear consistently, that there's this even volume, steady rhythm. You are creating the baseline base notes for the practice, like like any song, most important thing going on. Keep everything well grounded, regardless of the different elements that come into play. And the sound that you're creating, It allows you to take this sense, the sensory experience of, of your hearing, right, that is usually reserved for things outside of you, and for it to be directed to what's going on inside. Right? The sound of your breath is happening within you, in the throat. So when you listen to that sound, you're bringing your attention and awareness actually happening inside. And think of that every time your mind gets distracted, you get pulled into something going on outside of you or thoughts about the things that are going on. Allow the breath to pull the mind literally back into the body, to pull its focus back into the deeper experience. A steady, consistent rhythm is the way we do it. When you notice that the rhythm is no longer consistent or steady, no big deal. You just create it again. Your next exhale, you're going to bring your knees together and in towards your chest. Nose up towards your knees, curl in. And then when you inhale, you extend out long feet towards your front wall. Hands toward the back. And exhale, curl in. And inhale, reach long. Curl in. So steady breath means that when you inhale, you're inhaling that entire time, right? It's not real forced at the beginning. It's just even. You pull back in, curl tight. And then smooth inhale. You're keeping the rhythm. In. And reach out. Two more fine, steady flow, vinyasa rhythm. And exhale, knees to right angles and arms to cactus. Inhale, your knees to the side toward belly twisting pose. And exhale, they'll return to center. Really kind of stake out that right angle. And then 
other side with your inhale. Okay. And as we're moving through core body, right, it becomes more challenging to breathe in a smooth, steady rhythm. That's not a mistake. That's true. You are being challenged right now to continue that steady baseline. As challenge is thrown at you, do you get ragged and disrupted? Or do you get more calm, more centered, more aware and awake to what's going on? Last round through this, balance the two sides. Making your way back to center, feet together, knees out to the sides. Breathe in, really press the leg bones outward, so you're in a butterfly. Then exhale, reach up like you're going to touch your toes, squeeze the knees to the arms, it's like crow pose. Then inhale, extend out, long again. And exhale, back to that crow-like pose. Knees up as high toward the underarms as they go. And then reach them. Again, be undisturbed in your breath. Move it through your throat. So rather than sniffing the breath in, the breath is going more deeply down and in. One more. We're going to release this down. Hug the knees in toward the chest and just stay. Just really like loosely hold the knees, but stay there. Breathe in and breathe out. Extend both legs, both arms up. So you've got arms and legs parallel. You extend your right arm back behind you, left leg down in front, and then exhale everything back to that all fours parallel. And then left arm, right leg, everything up that all fours parallel. And so you take the inhale to extend the limbs, and exhale to pull everything into a really strong parallel. Inhale, extend. And exhale, pull into strong parallel. One more set through. When you pull in that strong parallel, straighten everything. Reach up through it. Extend. And then back up. Pause here. All four in the air. Cross your right ankle in front of the left. Reach your arms back behind. So reach fingertips toward the back wall, toes toward the ceiling, the legs are crossed. When you exhale, curl up and thread your right arm through the legs. Bend the knees and then extend. Again, let the legs cross, move forward, the arms move back. And then the legs come up and you reach again through. And then extend that. Legs move forward, arms move back. Breathe out, you come up, the knees bend, you reach through. Breathe in. Last one, come up and reach through, stay here. The knees are bent, straighten them, catch hold of the arm. Press out through your fingertips, press out through your toes. And then release down knees to chest and just hug in, have a breath. Notice what effect that just had, what you felt in your body, and then legs up in the air, arms up in the air. You got four parallel, left ankle over right. Got this cross leg position, reach the arms toward the back wall. Then you're going to exhale, you're going to curl up, we're going to bend the knees enough to take the left arm through. Then when you inhale, to your degree of uh, optimal range of motion, arms and legs down, and then exhale, bring it up, 
little bend to the knees so you can reach through. Then zip them up again. Everything straight as you look. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out as far through as you can. Inhale, reach. Exhale, thread through, reach. More inhale. Take your time, really reach. This time up and through. Breathe out, breathe out, breathe out, breathe out, breathe out. Go up high as you can. Legs in as much as they go. Zip them on. Press up through the hands. Reach through the toes, squeeze the legs. And then undo it. Knees in. Breath. How's it going? Inhale. And exhale. It got held a little bit or ragged a little bit. No big deal. You're here now. Nose to knees and knees to nose. Curling in to rock up and back, making your way to down dog. Pause here, spread your hands, feel the five fingers of each hand, or the four fingers and thumb. Press into the thumb and first finger knuckles, where the thumb and the first finger meet the hand. That inner ring of knuckles dialed in, they palm the floor, energy down into the hands. Good. Bring your head into line with your arms, and there's level gaze there. So maybe between your toes, maybe a little in front. And press your feet down and out. And, and, yeah, really good. So the balls of the feet pressing down and out. And notice what happens. Look at the line of your legs when you do that. And then when you stop doing that. Okay, so you get still, get like, into this so you can see. When you exhale, press your feet down and also out. And observe. Then stop pressing the feet down. Don't do anything else. Just see what it's like to go slack and then to engage. One more time. And it's not about the aesthetics of how it looks. But to witness engagement of your feet and legs. So you're not turning your head side to side. You're not distracted. You're seeing your legs in their engaged kind of action and look forward to your hands walk forward into ragdoll wrap your arms drop your head set your gaze to a point behind you so this thing called drishti right set your gaze still your eyes still your body right no one ever says i want to go to yoga and become more distracted but then poses are hard right and we distract ourselves because we're masters of distraction so drishti, in addition to ujjayi, is this sensory self-regulation. Right? If you are turning your head, if you're moving your body, if you are swaying side to side, your drishti point will move, right? It just will. Your eyes will move. Set your eyes to one point. Notice it. Right. So whatever you're seeing, it's soft in your vision. Right? There's a set gaze, the eyes don't move, but whatever they're seeing is soft. It is that idea, though, just like the breath, when you listen to your own breathing, it's bringing your sensory experience inside. When you soften the outer gaze and hold it steady, where there's no new stimuli outside, right, then we're limiting that external so that you can be more aware of the internal. Release your hands to the mat, walk your feet together. Resting your feet down, we're gonna rise to standing mountain pose. Be aware as we move through how you use your eyes. Bow forward, you'll hear your breath, you'll see the trajectory of the flow. You set your gaze to the back wall here, and then as you inhale, lift halfway your gaze out on the floor in front of you, hold it there, plant your hands, step back, breathe out, low push up. 
Breathe in upward facing dog. The gaze traces up toward the front wall. And then you move toward down. The gaze slowly traces back to that spot right in front of your feet. And you see your legs engaged tight. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. So there's like one track for your gaze. You guys getting that? You see it? I see you seeing it. But we're going to keep that. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. That drishti steady in that gaze. Bow forward. Hear your breath. Follow its pace. Bring in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Steady the gaze. Steady the gaze. Even in that big motion. Breathe in. And breathe out. Gaze traces slowly back. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Step down, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Ula. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe out. See the legs, see them firm and steady then look forward walk or lightly hop to your hands really good breathe in lift halfway and breathe out one more round driving feet down breathe in breathe out hold Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, go low. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. See your feet, see your legs, engage. Strong and steady. Empty, look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Oh. Rest your feet down, breathe in, reach up. And sit back to Ukatasana, slow and steady with your breath, exhale. Gaze stays along that line. When you inhale, Reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, toe heel your feet, hip distance. Step your right leg back, low lunge. Breathe in, draw your heart forward, tighten your back leg. Hands are down. Breathe out, step back, down dog, walk your hands to your feet. Sit back, malasana, gaze traces up the front wall. Exhale, bow forward, the gaze traces back down. Breathe in, walk your hands out to a high plank, gaze traces along the mat, out in front of you, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, low lunge, fingertips on the mat, draw your heart forward, breathe in. Breathe out, step the back foot up. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, fold. Drive your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. 
Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. Eyes trace down. Then breathe in. Stand up. Reach mountain pose. Breathe out. Boom. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Heel toe the feet, hip distance. Heart forward as you step the left leg back. Low lunge. Tighten everything. Draw your heart forward. Exhale. Right foot steps back. Walk your feet or it drags back. Your choice. <laughs> Sit back. Malasana. Take your time. This is a full breath. Press your feet down. Breathe out. Folding. Inhale, walk out. Look for those full breaths in that. Right. So that's getting a little skipped. We're going to do it again. Low push-up. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Hear the breath. Feel the breath. Through your nose, not your mouth. Left foot forward. Breathe in. Tighten your back leg and draw your chest forward. That's a full breath to really accentuate it. Exhale, step up. Get the feet together. Press into your feet and inhale. Accentuate the length and the half lift. Upper back working heart forward. Exhale, bow. So none of this is a scramble. None of this is urgent. These are yoga postures meant to strengthen you. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. Do each one like you want to get something out of it. Exhale, sit back and reach forward. Press into your feet. Breathe in and reach up. Like you want to get something out of this a little more than you got before. Exhale, fold. Really get in there. So really get in the fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Heel toe. So quick to get out of it. Right leg back. It steps. You're empty then. You're here for an inhale. Draw your heart forward. Tighten your back leg. Get long to your body. Exhale, down dog, land the down dog. Walk your hands back. With your inhale, sit back, malasana, draw your heart up, traction out. This is a bow. This exhale, this move here is a forward fold, hug in, arms around your legs, get yourself in there. Then inhale, walk your hands out to the high plank. That's the inhale. And then the exhale is a low push up. And the inhale, the upward facing dog. And the exhale, down dog. You get empty here. Work the pose. Step your right foot forward. No low lunge on fingertips. Your feet press down. Your heart draws forward. Exhale. You use the front foot to step up. That's not easy. Use it. Then inhale, feet together, neaten everything up into this halfway lift that you work the upper back down. And exhale, fold. Rest your feet down. Breathe in and reach up. Mountain pose. So there's no hurry. And exhale, sit back. So you're working through these at a pace that you're not going to be stuck having to uh, wait. Right? Rest into your feet. Breathe in. Extend, accentuate. Keep going with the breath. Exhale, bow. When you bow, Make it conscious that you're going to hug into that every time, every time. Breathe in, lift halfway. That's a new pose. Heel toe the feet apart. Left leg stepping back. You pull your heart forward as you do that. And then tighten the back leg. Draw the heart forward more. You're lengthening out. Nobody wants to be rounded in their back, right? Plant your hands. Step back or drag. <laughs> Down dog, walk your hands back. And then inhale, hips go down, heart goes up. You press the arms back. You're really working this. Then hands down, lift your hips. As the hips lift, wrap the arms. Hug your body into the forward fold. Don't miss that hamstring opening, hip opening opportunity. Inhale, walk your hands out. High plank. We often do a glancing like forward fold. 
low push-up because hamstrings are tight, man. But why are they tight? Because we're not staying in forward folds. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Get empty without moving around. Look forward, step left foot forward. Work your feet into the mat. Draw your heart forward. It's really super active, back leg tight. And step up. Right? And if you get that back leg tight, it's easier to step up. Breathe in. And then breathe out, fold in. Ukatasana, chair pose, sit your hips back. Elongate into it. Exhale, hands to heart center, fold at your hip. Take the time to press into your fold. Do really good folds. The hamstrings will respond. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push-up. Right. Do real good chaturangas, your abs will respond. Then breathe in, upward facing dog. You want to get better at holding chaturanga? Hold chaturanga. Down dog, breathe. Life is simple, you guys. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. And you exhale from the top down, open to warrior two. Stay low in your hips, reverse, deepen the legs. Go long through both sides. Then side angle pose, arm inside the leg, heart up and forward. Dig your back heel in, reach through the fingertips. Inhale your way to warrior two, sit deeper in the legs, ground, and then exhale, hands to the mat, step back, high to low, hover tight, then breathe in. And then breathe out, down dog. Left foot forward, warrior one. Your gaze set straight ahead. Guess what? It stays. Open the arms. Continue to look straight ahead as you transition. Feel your front knee pointing straight ahead. Feel the front leg deep. Reverse. You can follow the hand with your gaze. And then side angle pose. Use your exhale, full exhale. Get there when your breath does. The breath is being drawn in and out through the throat. Inhale. Slow, smooth, controlled to warrior two and deepen that thing. And with an exhale, look forward of your mat, plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Take a little extra, make sure you got that chaturanga. Then upward facing dog. Right. And down dog, breathe out. See your legs firm and steady and still. Then look forward. Walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, chest up and forward. Breathe out, fold and curl in. You got plenty of time here to do a really good quality forward fold. Then sit your hips back, Ukatasana. Exhale, lead with the crease of your hips. Crease of the hips goes back, you bow. Good. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Chaturanga, get there. Just test it out. Press the floor. Can you stay one little beat more? Then breathe in. Trace the gaze along with you as you transition to down dog. Breathe all the way out. Right foot forward. Back foot flat, warrior one. Deepen the front leg, right? Second time through, you got a little more juice for this. Open the side, warrior two. Get low, stay low. Reverse, send the front knee forward, both side bodies long. Side angle pose, arm inside the front leg. Back heel grounds down, reach through the left arm. On your inhale, come up, perfect your warrior two here. Then look to the floor in front of your mat. Bring your hands down. Step back. High to low. Get that last bit of breath out in Chaturanga. Yes. See, I see that. That's good. Breathe in. Up dog. 
and breathe all the way out. Sit down, dog. Your breath is going through your nose. Control it. Left foot forward. Breathe in, warrior one. As you control the breath with your throat, open out, warrior two. And just self-regulation. Both side bodies long reverse. Bring breath in. Even, steady tempo. Side angle pose. Breathe out. Right? Breathing faster is not going to get you out of the pose faster. Breathe in. Coming back to warrior two. It's not a reverse. It's a warrior two. Self-regulation. And then hands to the mat. Look forward. Step back. High low. Breathe in. Press your hands down. Trace the gaze back. Breathe all the way up. See your legs engage. Stay here. Work hands down and forward. That thumb and first finger. Seal it to the floor. Right, so find those knuckles. Press them down and forward. Breathing. Right. right there. Good. Empty next breath. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. Good. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. I'm going to go with you guys to avoid any confusion. We're taking eagle with the right arm underneath and the right leg over top. And you're going to steady your gaze through your arms. They're going to stay at center. They may try to fool you and kind of migrate off to the side so you can see, right? If you start seeing anything, but the center of your arms, right? refocus, reconnect, arms at center, lift the elbow points, press the forearms forward. Your next inhale, unwind the arms to cactus and take the right leg as if going back to dancer. Take the inner edge of the right heel up. So that's the inner edge of the heel is trying to make an imprint on the ceiling. Breath in. Breath out. Pull elbow points down, chest up. Then hands to heart center. We're going to bring the right ankle to the outside of the left thigh and sit back into standing pigeon or standing ankle to knee pose. That right ankle bone is to the outside of the left knee. Left hip maybe trying to go to the left. Pull it back. Both hip creases back, heart forward, breathe in. When you breathe out, hands down, unwind that top leg, step it back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, Good. and breathe all the way out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart, squeeze your arms, send your fingers. And then left side, eagle, left arm goes under. And left leg over top. Drishti right through the forearms. And again, the body's going to get sneaky sometimes. And it will sometimes pull the arms away from center in order to let you see. Right? So just like your nose pointing straight at the middle of your arms is going to be uh, probably the best tell that you got. Right? What you see is your forearms. What you do with that gaze is soften it so that they are not in the way. Right? Can't be a harsh gaze. Can't be a moving target, right? Just steady. Next, inhale. And take the arms to cactus and the left leg back behind. 
small detail but important, inner heel toward the ceiling changes a lot. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in, inner heel up and breathe out. Pull the elbows near. Inhale, hands to heart center. What's going on with the back heel? Bring leg around, inner, uh, take the ankle bone to the outside of the knee. Sit back. As you go back, the hips may try to swerve one way or the other. You're going to pull both hip creases straight back. Hook the upper arms over the shin. Draw your heart forward as you like. Keep both hip creases moving back. Spine in, heart forward. Exhale, hands are coming down, legs stepping back. You got a low push up. You breathe all the way out. You're tight here. Inhale, upward facing dog, hands and feet pressed down, heart and brain up. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Empty and look forward. Walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway, more here, there you go, and then bow forward, good. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up to stand, mountain pose, and then pull your hands into heart center, samastiti, close your eyes, so inner drishti, when we close our eyes, inner drishti is center of the forehead. Now, you're not going to roll your eyes to look at the center of your forehead. You're, like, you're going to just imagine that you are looking at the center of your forehead. Like, so you're mentally looking. The eyes are relaxed. They're not moving. But that gaze, this, the, the brow chakra. Right, just pause here. What we're going to do is uh, just feel your feet. Feel your body. Feel your breath. Hear your breath. You're going to bring an element of drishti and ujjayi to a very technical practice of tree. So set your gaze now to a point in front of you. Pick a spot. Don't let it move. Your eyes are set. Steady your breath. We're going to bring left hand to left hip, right hand staying at heart center. You're simply going to turn your right heel to the left inner ankle or calf, whatever you want to think of, right toes are down. Chances are what you felt was your left hip move out a bit, right? Squeeze the muscle that's under your left hand, squeeze the left outer hip. Do you feel your hip move back in? You don't have to answer, but can you feel that? Then let go of the left outer hip. Feel with your hand what went on in the muscle. Feel what's going on at the pelvis at the tilt of the hip. And then squeeze the left outer hip in. One more time, let go of the outer hip and glute muscle. And notice what happens to the pelvis, what happens to the leg. And then squeeze that back in. Keep that. Let the right foot just slide its own way up. Let it like zip up your leg to whatever degree it goes up is fine. You're not going to touch it. You're not going to worry about where it goes. Left outer hip is moving in. Left outer glute squeezing in. Bring your hand all the way down. Like feel your muscles working there. That outer leg is squeezing in center. Really good. Keep that. Maybe you extend your arms overhead. Maybe you don't. But outer left hip is controlling it all. Really good. Breath in. And then hands to heart and foot to mat, just close your eyes, wipe that clean with breath. So just like for right now, don't think about anything. Don't think about what we just did. Definitely don't think about what we're doing next, but just feel your body, what's going on. And, and notice any emotions like frustration, perplexity, is perplexity an emotion? Yes, perplexion, I don't know. Yeah. I had to lighten it up a little bit, something. Word salad works. All right, so. Open your eyes, set them to a point, right? Steady your breath, get ujjayi, right? So we're working a very technical aspect of this, but you're going to keep those two elements, right? 
We're going to bring right hand to right hip and go ahead and like, it's your hip. You just like, you can touch yourself like somewhere that someone else can't touch you, but uh, touch where you can feel muscle, right? There's a, there's bone up here and there's muscle here. Touch where you can feel the muscle and you can feel the, the hip itself, right? And then you're going to turn the left heel into the right inner ankle, right? And just by doing that, like by nature of doing that, your hips have to shift. Understand that is not a default. That's not a bug. That is like, that is what's going on in the system, right? Then squeeze the leg in and feel the hips level. And then undo that and feel what happens. Redo it and undo it, right? And for most of us, we go to tree pose and this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to hoist the leg up with this leg out like this. But if you hug it in, right, and then keep that, right, start to move. And don't move it too high. Just move the foot up. Just like take it off the floor. Don't get too, uh, don't get like, like, too out of your element here. Stay in the element of standing leg. Right? You don't need to lift that leg high to be doing a lot of work. True? About standing leg? You're going to feel it tomorrow. And you can take the arms up if you want, but, you know, like I start to see the jaw muscle come into it. I start to see you hold your breath. I know you're not balanced. You're not fooling anybody. And it doesn't really matter. You don't have to mean, like, it doesn't matter what I think. Wow. But there's balance. And that's going to come from your standing leg, leveling your hips. And then there's holding on to prove a point, right? And like proving a point with yourself isn't going to help you have more mobility and agility in your life. Learning to use your body is. Drop your collarbones. Yeah. Breath in. And then bring it back. Hands to heart. Foot to mat. Close your eyes. Pause. Right? Like whatever happened there, right? Like all of us will clench it sometimes. All of us will go out of balance. Right? But this can either be, again, some way that we prove something or it can be a way we learn something. But very rarely do we do two things at the same time, right? Have you ever been in an argument with somebody who's trying to prove a point? Do they ever learn? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll just leave it. I'll leave that object lesson there. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. Hide a low push up. Rest the floor. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Inhale. Take your right leg up and back behind you. We're going to bend the knee. Open the hip. And now we're going to find the inner edge of the heel again. With inner edge of the upper heel. Press it toward the sidewall. Inner edge of the grounded foot. Press it down. So inseam of both legs. Working. Long breath in. And breath out. And again, breath in. As you breathe out, return to center. Hug the knee in tight toward the right elbow. Big light step into a low lunge. We'll bring the back knee down. We'll turn the right toes out to the diagonal. Keeping the hands on the floor. Do little micro pulls here where you have the uh, heel just working into the mat. And it's drawing the thigh bone. Out over toward the right. So we're not really pushing weight over there. We're just actively engaging heel into the mat. Then go ahead and stay like that. Stay with the heel drawn in. Right hand to right thigh and twist. So you're turning your rib cage toward the side. Press the right foot down. So sometimes we go on the edge of the foot. But right now, ball the big toe. Anchor it down. Back knee's going to bend. And if that's egregious for your knee, stop, go back. If it's fine, it's fine. Then you can extend the right hand back and catch the foot. Go for it. 
Again, if that's egregious on your shoulder joint or your low back, it's not fine. You get out of it. Otherwise, press into your standing hand. Go up and forward. So everything here is up and open rather than down and closed. Dig the right heel in. Rest the foot into the hand and back. Press the hand into the mat in front and the heart up. Good. Breath here. Then dissolve the grip, but keep your toes pointing up back there. Unwind the hand to the mat. Then release left foot down. Walk your right foot over like we were going to take pigeon. But we're not. We're going to bring the back leg around. And right foot to the outside of the left thigh. Proceeded pigeon. Right? And this could be where you decide to post up for a while. Camp out here. Uh, you can walk the hands in, walk the hips in, or cradle the baby pose. If you prefer it, go for it. Cradle the baby with the left leg in Sukhasana. You prefer it? Go for it. If you want to monkey around, we're going to monkey around from here. So you get to something like cradle the baby. And then use left hand to hold the foot, right? Right arm is going to sandwich its way underneath the right knee. And what you're going to try to do is get the right knee as close to the shoulder as you can. Then right hand's going down. You can see I'm putting the right hand a good distance in front of my hip. Now, clamp the leg down. Take the left hand away. Just take it way up there. Be sure everything's holding on here. Nothing has slid down, right? I mean, gravity's trying, but it's not. Then left ankle's going to kick over the right. So now you've got two-fold action. You've got to hold the leg, and you've got to press the ankles together. Right? So this, this leg has to do two things. It has to hold the leg, has to hold the arm, and it has to hold the leg. Left hand's going down. Everything's out in front. Rock your chest forward. Send the legs out. And now inner left thigh is going to be the game. Inner left thigh hugging up is going to get the leg up. Heart forward, gaze forward, breath in and out. Make your way back to seated. Any way you got it, hands down to the back in front. Step back to down dog. Breathe in and breathe out. So all that stuff we were doing earlier, all that stuff about how you're using your, your standing leg and tree, how you're using the inner edge of the heel, all of that matters to those poses. And then it matters to your ability to control your body in a pose like that. Not that you ever have to get into a pose like that, but if you want to have some hope of staying in a pose like that, right? we got to be able to do those small detail things up, upright, you know? Standing on our feet and not in our hands. So there's good nose two ways. One, you're getting stronger at those things by practicing the previous poses. Two, like you never have to do this arm balance to get stronger in those ways. But if you want to get adept at the complex, get adept at the simple stuff. Right? And, and learn how to use your body really well at the simple stuff. Not just pose for it, but like be in it. Next inhale, take your left leg up and back. Bend the knee, open the hip. And just pause here for a moment. And just notice right now the amount of activation that you've got going with your feet. Then flex the upper foot, press the inner heel toward the sidewall. Is it important to this pose? Only if we want to feel this right here. Right? Press the inner edge of the right heel down. So you've got the inner edges of the heels, the inner ankle bones working. It's lengthening the inner thigh. Right? It's taking off the default action and putting in intentional action. Right? Breath here. And then breath out, bringing left knee to left elbow. Be in control as you step that foot down wide. Back knee down. Toes are turned to the diagonal. You're on your hands. You could be on blocks. Right? And then we have this really subtle action of pulling the heel in. Right? And for those of us with more dip in our hips, if we like kind of collapse down, this is going to be our, our time to bring abdominals in and really press against the floor with the heel. Uh, hips tend to be a little tighter. It's going to be more of a pull action. Right? But we're 
we're really controlling these small motions, pressing the foot down. I'm regretting my choice to do this three times today. <laughs> Kenji on round two, <laughs> these, these micro lunges. We did three rounds in the morning. I could pull into this to stay and then left hand to left thigh. You're going to see the yoga teacher's legs give out. Press the hand down, lift your chest up, and then bend your back knee. And just take a moment before you reach for it and note what's going on, right? Did you tilt off to the side to get that? Where's the heel pointing? Then reach the hand back. Catch the foot. Keep the leg in line. So the heel may want to try to go to right or left. See if you can keep toes pointing straight up. Press your standing hand down, really post up on it, chest up and forward. Good. Good. Good all around. Breathe here. And heart up and forward, right? Everything's up and out in this pose. See if you can bring your spine into the back of your heart and pull the chest forward even more. Even if you think you can't, even if you're not holding your foot, pull the chest forward more. Good. Then if you do have your foot, that dissolve release you're not going to let the foot move you're going to move the hand off of it then take the foot to the mat then we'll walk the left foot across as if this were going to be pigeon but instead bring the right leg around and the left ankle to the outside of the right knee so everybody's got a starting point even if you don't want to do any of the nonsense that comes after this you've got this or you've got a seated cross leg of any sort right so you're, you're good you have a pose to do or you got cradle the baby where you can go elbow over or elbow around the foot and lace the fingers, pull your spine in. That cradle the baby can come with a sukhasana in the uh, the lower leg that gives you balance, gets you ready for the next thing. Right. So this uh, this setup of the sukhasana right, allows for then this uh, transfer of the foot into the hand and then getting the left leg up the left arm to the clamp. Right. And you're going to clamp the leg as high as it goes and then put the left hand down. Right, left hand has to get to the floor. And it needs to get to the floor pretty far out in front of your hips. It's not going to work to have it back here. You want it up in front. Then test taking the hand off. Because if you take the hand off and this slides down, it's going to be real hard to, uh, to do the rest of it. Clamp stays. Right hand's down. Right ankle swings over. Now you've got the left leg clamping the arm and kicking up into the right leg. Rock the weight forward into the hand, right leg zips up. Look forward, chest forward, keep zipping the right leg up. And then we'll sit this down, undo it, cross the feet at the ankles, hands to the mat, step back, down dog. And breath in. Breath out. And take knees down to the mat. Press the tops of your feet down. We're going to come up to uh, the positioning for camel and pause with just this hip extension thing where we'll take hands to hips, take your thumbs to uh, your sacrum, and just uh, forget about the upper uh, spine and camel and just get hip points in, tailbone down. If you were working those, uh, well, any of those seated folds, the hip crease was compressed, right? So just here, just elongation. Then start to pull your heart up and away. That didn't have anything to do with your chin. Just front body lengthening from navel to sternum. And then on your exhale, curl the abdominal back up until you're upright. Hands down. Back to down dog. Stay or long dolphin. So take your elbows down, but take them down a little forward of where they would normally go, which is actually the preferred alignment for dolphin. But what I normally see in dolphin is it gets kind of short. Um, so when you do take dolphin, the, the elbows are going to be a little further forward than they are in down dog. Press your inner ankles down and pull them back. Breath in. Breath out. Bring your knees down to the mat. 
Sit your hips to your heels. This could be a good place for two blocks. Not required, but they're nice if you want to put them to the side of your heels. Right? Otherwise, you have your hands the sides of your heels. We're going to breathe in, lift the hips up, go to camel from the uh, the other direction, basically. And again, it's nice to have the blocks there to press into. You kind of plug them down into the floor and then go up and out and a little more room for the, the back bend to take more intensity with the block. Breathe in. You're gonna come out of it the same way as you breathe out. Abdominals in, they bring you upright. Then hands that out in front, tuck your toes back to down dog. And then I just, so before we do this action, just conceive of it. If you were to just put your elbows right down, they'd be shortening your stance where they are right now. So walk your hands one little bit forward and then put the elbows down just a little further out. Dolphin. And if this doesn't work for you, no big deal. But if you can get that length through tricep, underarm, side body, do. Breath in. Breath all the way out. And we'll bring knees down and run onto your back for wheel, bridge if that's a better option for you. But after that down to, or the dolphin, right, same parts of the body that we were elongating in dolphin, we use for wheel. Right? Don't think too hard, just feel the elongation from hands, arms, side bodies, the hips. Breath in. Exhale, slowly release down. Suptabhadikanasana, the soles of your feet together, your knees out to the sides. Pause and breathe. I was sure we had another 30 minutes left in class. Uh, must be the time change. <laughs> but, uh, if that wheel felt amazing and you want another one, it is time. If that uh, completed your backbend practice, uh, go knees to chest. Got two options here, hug the knees in or expand out. Both are good. Slowly undo it, making your way to happy baby. So whether you're going uh, from the back bend or the knees to chest, just knees out to the sides. Let things get really nice for you here. And at the same time, go back to the deep, steady breath that sets that rhythm. Just get like three more of those. You can let your eyes close and practice setting your gaze to the center of your forehead or let your eyes set gently to a point just above you. And then as you're ready, make your way to Shavasana and enjoy the rest. As you lay your body out, just give yourself as much attention as you give yourself in those active poses. And let the breath start to become more natural. And watch it. Right? So slowly relinquish the direction and control of the breath. Becoming the observer. And then there's an interesting concept when you become the observer of your breath, the observer of 
the most important thing that you're doing is unequivocally good action of breath in and out. However you're breathing, the fact that you are breathing means that you are. Like, yeah. As you're watching your own breath, you're an observer of your own good action. You don't have to get overly sentimental about that. But it can teach you to rest in a good place with yourself. To acknowledge good in its most basic form. Like the good of being alive. Totally neutral place, even if it can't be like in that realm. There's this action of breath in and breath out that's steady and true. Right? Sometimes we can't go like as far as good. And still there's truth. But then truth is inherently good. So this becoming an observer of our breath is a continual looping back into the goodness of life, goodness of being. Amid all the vicissitudes of the world, There's goodness in this moment, goodness in being. When you feel ready to move again, start with just again a breath that moves in and out, where you feel the impact that it has along the length and breadth of your body. Let it move out through arms and legs. Right. Find fingers and toes spread wide. Right. So just reawaken by expanding. There's this light movement of the fingers and toes, but they stay expansive and light. Roll to your right side, curl your body in. Have a breath there. And we'll make our way to seated with just as little disturbance of body and breath as we can. So stay in vinyasa of the movement, steadiness of your breath, knowing the goodness of it, the truth of it. And in that, so, so little else is needed. Bring our hands together at heart center in a gesture of acknowledgement. Thumbs to forehead center, appreciation. That was great, y'all. Thanks so much for being here. Namaste. Really well done, super stuff, awesome.
have a wonderful night. Drink lots of water. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.